Hello, Jazz Ruckermeyer. Hello. Hello. You guys do consignment up there? Consignment? Uh, not today. You'll have to come in and speak to one of the managers. RT or Kent would be the one to talk to. What is that? Who? RT or Ken. Do you have, like, a pack of wild dogs in the background or something, man? You don't allow dogs, you're saying, right? Wild dogs, you're saying. Not generally. No. Okay, man. Hello? Hi, yeah. I'm Frederick Frick. I got your number from Chaplin Crabtree. I'm just trying to get distribution for our band. Did did you just call a second ago? No, I did not. Okay. Yes, you did. We're musical gnomes. We're called Wallet Size Wildfire. Don't call again. Bye. Cheers, record Mary. Hi, yeah, I got a local band. We're looking to get some distribution. The buyer's here at Banker's Hours. He's going to be here Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? I'm just a clerk. Are you going to stand by your remarks when I call back at that hour? What remarks? Or is this just a big hoax up there? I didn't talk to anybody. I talked to the other guy, maybe, but you didn't, I haven't spoken to anybody oh! before today, so it doesn't really matter. What do you want? you got to sell a record. Oh! The buyer is here. The buyer is the guy who does that. I, I'm not allowed to. Oh, yeah. Bye. Jazz record, Mary? I'm calling from Dr. Fiddlesticks. We got a jukebox up here, and we're trying to stock the thing. And it didn't come with any vinyl. We got some, yeah, but it's been gone over quite a bit. I mean, our 45 vinyls, it's, you know, it's been sucked dry. Yeah. Bye. Hello, Vortex here. Oh. Good Hi. day. Business. What's happening? I'm Frederick Frick. I'm interested in entering into a gentleman's agreement with you. Uh-huh, yes, okay. What would this agreement entail? I'm a local band. We're called Wallet Size Wild Foes. We're gnomes, and I think that really sets us apart. We're looking to get some distribution. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not up for it. Thanks. I'm sorry. i got to go now. We're Bye-bye. the only gnomes in the area. Welcome to Episode 8 of Cult and Culture. Uh, it's the Planet B podcast. Uh, it's myself, Justin Pearson, and Luke Henshaw. Hello. And uh, this episode features, well, it's an odd one because it features Travis Ryan from Cattle Decapitation. And then we hooked up with uh, some friends of ours, Dave Hall and Vivek Vankatish, who are the director and producer of the Longmont Potion Castle film. So um, it's a strange mix of characters. And uh, there's also a guest uh, call, caller calling in, um, Longmont. Potion Castle himself. Uh, yeah, the the podcast actually revolves around that the upcoming and, documentary. Yeah, Travis comes in as the guest ultra cu- fan, right? <laughs> ultra fan yeah. guest curator. I don't know, like just yeah. kind of. And you know, we you'll hear it in the podcast. We dive into the sort of relevance that I think L, uh, you know the LPC has with San Diego, and I guess like a lot of bands and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, it was an interesting um, podcast on many levels. Yeah, just be on the lookout for the Longmont Potion Castle documentary. Um, I think Dave has some tentative release date information stuff happening uh, on his end. So um, hopefully it'll come to life soon. Um, and in the meantime, after you listen to this podcast, of course, you should go and research uh, LPC if you have not, because it's pretty insane. Um it's great, funny it's just, shit. It's insane. Yeah, so uh, check it out. Um, thanks for listening to Colton Culture, and um, yeah, thank you. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Start with Travis. Uh, I'm Travis, um, <laughs> Justin's favorite guy, and we're here with Say your name. I'm Dave Hall, the <laughs> director of a Longmont Potion Castle movie. I'm Vivek Venkatesh, uh, producer of the Longmont Potion Castle movie. And Travis is from Cattle Decapitation. Hi, I'm Travis from <laughs> Cattle Decapitation. You just okay. So let let's start off with the let's start off with cattle using a Longmont. It's Longmont. Longmont Castle. Longmount. Longmont. 
potion is a castle. totally different thing. Okay. Longmount is not. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, but how did that happen? Like that was the. Co- okay, so like you know we grew up with with Bob releasing these. Yeah. Um, on Bionic Communications. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, by the way, there's like a hidden track on the on the. I just dude, hooked up with um, I mean, hooked up with Bob through through doing this really awful, uh, noise band. We're actually credited as being um, vinyl communications worst selling release of all time. What? Yeah. Which Ooh. one is it? Ooh. Oom. <laughs> yeah. That's his worst his selling worst release? selling release of all time. In fact, I found copies of it. Uh, I was working at Lou's Records, and this guy comes in. He's all, dude. I just went to the ninety nine cent store across the freeway <laughs> in Encinitas, and they have fucking stacks of the Oom CD. And I was just Whoa. like, you're kidding me. I bought them and. Fucking <laughs> sell them on, on or on you know tour or whatever yeah, yeah. for fifty cents. But um, yeah. So I hooked up with VC through that, and uh, at the same time, you know Vaughn at yeah. Custom Printing, he was doing all the printing for the VC stuff. Oh. So he fucking showed me the Longmont stuff. He'd be listening to it while we were working on the album because he recorded the Oom um album, and I fell in love with it, yeah. and then. Um, I was going to do this, uh, I I did an interview, uh, with, with Longmont, um, for this, Bob was going to be doing this uh, newsletter thing, like a, you know, a a VC magazine or something like that, that never really ended up happening, I think. And, uh, I did an interview with, with, uh, with him for it. And I ended up, shit, flying out to Denver and playing a show. He hooked up a show for. For me at the Lion's Lair, and I went uh, and played as what Oom? Um? Yeah, I went Whoa. and played as Oom, um and with, without the other dude in the band, I, I'm not sure. I think we bailed or we broke up by then or whatever. But um, just mainly to hang out, you know. I didn't yeah. care about the show. It was just I wanted to fucking go hang out with this crazy dude that I was just obsessed with. You know, like uh-huh. I've told him over and over again, this guy changed, and you know, yeah, he's changed our vocabulary and the way we talk, the way we which is insane. It's crazy that somebody could do that. Through just a bunch of stupid fucking prank calls. It's weird how the San Diego thing is strange. How it like kind of feels like he's like. It felt like like yeah, (laughs) and and it's weird that he even has to mention that because there is a there is a a connection it seems. And I've talked about that. Yeah. uh, Wait, can we wait? We can can do we we can can bleep it out. Shit. Yeah, we can bleep it out. Anyways, um. Uh, he... Or we can just use Gomez. Each time <laughs> yeah, you know? we should come up with like a, a just Gomez. one standard. Okay, we'll do that. Gomez or something. Um, <laughs> the sample that you just throw. Let's in do there. that. The Gomez. Okay. okay. Uh, Gomez. There you go. Um, and uh, I just—he's a really personable dude. You know, when you get so to you know flew him. to Denver and, and flew to Denver and just house. I stayed at his house. We did prank <laughs> calls together. I listened in, and that's where I think that's where we did the. Uh, the the duck decapitation one or whatever yeah. the the uh, the one that's on the end of human jerky, and uh, which no one really knows it's on there. I mean it's, or even if people discover it, they don't get it. You know they don't know where it's what it's referencing or yeah. where it's from. I find myself bragging about it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I got it's my long. favorite part of the season. Got Longmont. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, the the way that it associated itself because we talked about this earlier when we did the interview, like it it is musically based but not on purpose like i feel like it's like a thing like bands go on tour and they play it in the van and like it just seems like a thing where like a lot of band people are kind of like connected to it yeah maybe not like directly connected to it, but like have a have a connection to it we got those long drives you know but those he, overnight drives sure. and then fucking uh, you know everybody gets laughing there's always that one guy in the band that doesn't get it and you're like oh, man. that's the person you, you gotta get rid of this dude yeah get this guy out of here <laughs> he's the merch guy <laughs> um but uh and then you get out of the van at the gas station and you're like start talking <laughs> weird you know ling- like, yeah yeah just like just I'll like bust your lip <laughs> well i don't know i'd say that but like <laughs> at this juncture you know or yeah like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 um and all the way down to the fact that it even has its own, like the editing has its own, like I don't know, it's it's very musical. It has its it has a rhythm to it, uh, especially. I mean, I think that comes from listening to it over and over again. Uh-huh. You know, it's got that mnemonic kind of <clears throat> presence that just you, I, I I 
you know, I could recite half this shit. Uh, Do you want to recite something? No, <laughs> because my memory is really getting bad. Uh-huh. Like I was, we were talking. It was just there's all these people that like, I, man, I haven't listened to some of the newer stuff because I'll see people. One of the things about him that's so striking is if you've heard Longmont before, if you've if, if you're familiar with it. Uh, or even though just the way certain things are said, you mm-hmm. know, or some of the these bizarre names that he comes sure. up with or whatever, uh, someone will post it and then someone will get it and be like, oh my God, I know that yeah, call. Yeah, I, that, yeah, fuck. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're having this from an outsider that doesn't know any better looking in. It's like these people are having this conversation yeah. of, of absolute nothing. You know what? I think that might have happened to us on Facebook, actually. I said something and the way I phrased it, you were like, Longmouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, "What?" Like, and then it derailed the conversation. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've I've straight up said, "Are you telling me I'm in some sort of danger here, Mister?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people be like, "No, dude, I fucking jeez, what's your problem?" Like, it's a fucking Longmont, Longmont. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Just, I can't help but do it. Like, yeah. it's totally infiltrated the way we talk and communicate and whatever. Just yeah, even on a day to day basis. It's weird. E- even the even the the sort of, you know, the, the Gomez or who, what, all the different characters' voices, yeah. you know, you end up kind of like imitating those and become making making it something else or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about how you guys got involved in the picture because, I don't know, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, we, um, I had been a fan of Longmont for a while and Vivek and I had a, uh, a project in uh, New York City so we drove from Montreal, where Vivek's based, to New York, and I was like, "Dude, you just gotta listen to LPC." Oh, yeah. And for six, the six-hour drive, that's all we listened to. Well, how did you discover it? Um, a friend of mine just turned me onto it. Was oh, just yeah. like, "Check this guy out." Yeah. That was like five years ago. And then you know we, Vivek fell in love, and then maybe about six months later, the article in RollingStone.com came out, and I kind of thought like, "Man, I better." try and make this movie now because it's in Rolling Stone somebody else might try blah 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 so I wrote LPC and then we talked and he was like okay let's go for it and then I said to Vivek do you want to be a part of this and he said sure and <laughs> yeah, that, that first phone call with uh, with LPC Dave and I was just surreal I mean, oh, my, yeah. my family was... thought I was just I was going to lose the plot I was so nervous yeah. and I was so excited and then he calls you right and and it says mummy napkin right on it. <laughs> on my phone. It says really? Mummy, yeah. Mummy yeah. Mummy yeah. Wait, how did, how did it say that? Or what? I called his play. He is mummy napkin. Just, he set that up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And oh. so it comes in. I'm like, oh, God, that's, that's Longmont. And he used the vocal calling. rig, too, the first time he called. First time he called like, us, he used his vocal rig. So it'd be like like the Dugan Nash call. It'd be yeah. Nash, Nash, Nash. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It, just, it, was, it was quite surreal. Yeah, it was crazy. Did you get anywhere with the conversation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we must have spoken for about an hour because uh-huh. we were by that point in time. Dave and I had pitched him an idea about um, about the documentary itself uh-huh. and how we envisioned the documentary to be a reflection of the uh, the effect that his calls have on fans, and uh, and he was he was really into it. I think he was he was willing to explore the ideas. Yeah, uh, I mean, full credit to Dave I and mean, the way he scripted. And has scripted the documentary, and also how he's rolled with the punches in terms of, you know, the 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 interviews that we've had, the the different walls that have been built around, yeah, the, the construct of LPC, not just. Well, we kind of spoke the same language too, because I come from a background of making music videos for a lot of underground metal bands, and so Gomez, I think, kind of dug that, and we kind of knew this, some, you know, Travis. He knew that. I knew Travis, and and that went a long way to I think giving me some credibility. Mm-hmm. And I sent him a short film that I made, and he really liked it. And we just gradually built that trust. And we from the beginning said like, "This is your movie, you know." And and we want to respect your vision and and ethos and everything. And yeah. just tried to gain, and and it's worked out. We've been filming for like a year now. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and everywhere and. Norway, London, UK, Philly, New York, and now Southern now California. San, Southern California. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. Great. yeah. Um, well, we kind of talked about it earlier before we started recording this, but what, like, I mean, there, I, I'm shocked that there's been no legal 
issues. You know, like I'm. I, th- I mean, <clears throat> maybe when the movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like because uh, in a, in a way we are sort of bringing LPC into the not the mainstream by any means, but we're making it available. I think to, yeah. for people to focus maybe their anger or you know disappointment i wonder if like some of those people that were you know pranked could could see it in in retrospect and 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 see the humor in it after the fact or maybe when it's put together in like a however your film is i would hope so and i mean obviously people we interview we get permission yeah and and have you know um clearance release forms signed and, and all that sort of stuff but also some of it's in the spirit of lpc it's sort of diy and underground and Sometimes we'll just roll in and film. Like in in Philly, we Dave Mustaine was giving a. Just saying his name. Is is Dave in the movie? Yes. Here's what happened. He was doing. Dave Mustaine had. (laughs) He released a beer in conjunction with this Quebecois brewery Unibrow. It's called, and the beer's called the Tu Le Monde after that terrible song. And so there was this event, and you had to have tickets. There was like 100 people, but we got set up to film it officially through Decibel Magazine. So we had cameras right there, and Dave and the brewmaster came out, and then they opened up the floor to questions. And then I went up, and I said, uh, I started off with this bullshit, like, thank you for helping spread the French language through the world. And he was like, yeah, it's cool, man. And I was like, so have you ever heard of Longmont Potion Castle? And I was just like, what? And then someone in the back yelled out, coaxial flutter. And then people were like, get off, never talk. Like people were getting angry. Like I just feel like, and his handlers came up Uh and like, it was intense, but we have it all on film. But it was intense. Uh, What was great was that somebody yelled out coaxial flutter. There was an LPC fan right there. But so why did he get mad or why, or why did, why did, um, well, because they, they confused them. They're like, what is that? Is that a beer? Is that a beer? And you just asked for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then that dude, I forget his name. He used to have that show on vh1 that metal show or something uh-huh. he, some dude and like i went up i'm like man i got a really important question he's like okay last question last question like, <laughs> is that James? Don Jameson? yes because yeah. that guy he's probably a fan i would assume i don't he he wasn't too impressed yeah, after that yeah so we try to blur the lines of of, of Film and filmmaker in reality, yeah. we try to really push envelope in that regard. And I think it's I think what, what's what's become at least for me very clear after, especially after speaking to Travis and Rob and and even Justin today, is that this kind of fandom is something that's born out of the digital age. We've we've not this is not touched by the digital age in a uh, in a in, in a way that we see ourselves being immersed in social media and digital media. So it's by word of mouth, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Dave and Travis know each other, and that when Dave proposed the idea that that uh, that Longmont Potion Castle knew you, and there was a personal connection there. Yeah, there was that weird. Was like, and and our, fucking answering machine tapes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right, just yeah. weird. This is in an age where we're Perfect. just ubiquitously consuming and reconsuming this this uh, this notion, this vacuous notion of what it means to be. A digital ident- identifier. Sure. What's great about Longmont Potion Castle is that it just takes us back to an era where you could still be thrilled about, you know, picking up the phone and calling someone and you know calling them a sister fucker, yeah. and you know just <laughs> yeah. slamming the phone yeah. down. And and this this kind this kind of thrill is something you're you're missing now because yeah. we're you know you're stretching boundaries of what it means to be transgressive through digital media, and this is taking it back to an era where. You know, you, you have to do something physically. You have to be physical in order to exist. And that's what I love about Longmont Potion Castle. It just brings back, it's a physicality. So what do you think is equivalent to it now, these days, in the digital world or whatever, digital era? That's, that's an excellent question. It's it's tough to think about that. I'm, I'm Some of the shows on Adult Swim is the only thing I can yeah. think like of. Maybe Eric Andre just... we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric Andre yeah. Is Although he's the... much more... He does it live in person. Confrontational. And, and the confrontation, <clears throat> mostly, or 75% of Longmont's stuff, the confrontation really lies in the um, the person he's calling. Uh-huh. The beauty is is not even so much this dude in the 
his characters. Yeah. It's the the response from these fucking people. That, oh yeah. You know, it, it's half the beauty is 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 their response and how worked up some of them get or yeah. how nonchalant some of them are. The 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 bizarre like um or just just flippant sort of responses people have. It, um you know, where he goes uh, well, I don't care if you do. And he's like, well, I don't care if you if you don't care. Well, I don't care if I don't, if you do or not or not. You know, it's just like just these weird fucking. Nowadays, it, that's how it is. It's like in the digital age, Facebook, Instagram, like leaving comments. People love to get somebody else riled up. Yeah. And then they get them so fucking pissed, and then they say, "Why are you mad?" Yeah. It's fun. It, I, unfortunately, I, I hate to say it, it's fun watching you. Because I, I, I know I know your pain, but watching you deal, Justin, you deal with uh, some of these fucking idiots you have yeah. on your friends list. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like on what? Like on just on so, Facebook oh. and shit. Sometimes I'm just yeah. like, I, and I've, I think I've posted on there before. Yeah. I don't know how you deal with these fucking. People. I, I delete them now. I've got. Yeah. I've gone just, to the end. Yeah. I. Or I will. That's me hanging up the phone. Exactly, like, exactly. Like the, the block. And, but the, and... the thing is, though, like I feel, I hope that I'm sharp enough to realize if someone's fucking with me, that I know. A lot of times, it's like a, just a real son of a bitch. You know, they think they're, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like it's hard to get. It's hard to like really understand. He's calling. Are you calling him? <laughs> yeah, because he called twice. It didn't <laughs> ring. Oh, it didn't even ring. Hey, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you doing? Uh, we're, we're doing, doing well. great. We're doing great. I, I, I got I got Travis here, Justin, Dave, and I, and Luke. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good. How's it going there? Decent. We're talking about you. Oh. <laughs> All right. In the most uh, excellent of lights. Um, oh yeah, superb. <laughs> what do you have to say, What do you have to say about that, uh, there, partner? <laughs> oh, you know that's uh, it's a heck of a good start. <laughs> uh, um. Well, congratulations on everything in your your film and uh, that that's that's getting put together and and uh, yeah, I don't know, it's it's exciting. I hope hopefully you're excited too. Thanks. Yeah, it's um, it seems uh, it seems a little like it's really coming into focus on one hand, and on the other hand, it seems um, oblique. <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of uh, thoughts and feelings I have just like from second to second. It's it's a lot. It's there's a lot to it. I've never made a movie before. Yeah, I just make records. You know, I could think like you know, it's about the polar opposite. Making a movie, you, you need you need so much from so many places and people, and with records, you just don't. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I would like to ask you what um, what do you hope like to accomplish with this, or what do you think will like come out of all of this? Um, oh, nothing. I have no expectations. I um, I want it to be good, um, you know, cinematically. It's like I've never made a movie. Like I say, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Oh. Completely ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> about it, about what expectations to have, or even what I should be thinking about, you know. Yeah, it'll probably be the best film then, I guess, because you're, you're, you. I guess you've lowered your standards, right? Or you have no expectations. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the, the visual part is something I, other than record covers, I never really huh. think about huh. know, too much. Um. But Dave and Vivek are, are are badass, so yeah, it's in good hands. So, huh? I personally can't wait. <laughs> I've been saying this. Something needs to. Somebody has been needing to come along and grab the torch that that he's holding and just run with it. And this is 
you know, he's the he's the jam deck of fucking uh, prank calls, and there's already been an awesome documentary about him. So fucking, there needs to be some. This needs to be exposed. Um, and that's personally how I feel about it. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it's the same thing because we, we've we've spent I've fucking spent almost two decades now just going, dude, you gotta fucking listen to this guy. You know, you gotta hear this shit, and. That's why it's it's moved around musicians. You get five dudes in a in a van, you know, five or six people in a van, and then those people fucking talk to the other five or six people that are in vans on this fucking tour of three different bands and so yeah. on and so on and so on. And I I don't know. It's, there's something he he put it. I think v, VC obviously helped, but like it it came down to like uh, uh the like the punk rock uh, level like we we've been talking about the sure. the, the vibe that. Or, um, you know, the DIY kind of fucking um, mindset or whatever that comes along with fucking, I mean, you know, who doesn't love prank calls, especially, yeah. you know, it's it's like generates like ourselves. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it definitely like a, a timing a timing thing, you know, I mean, it came out like we were talking before before we got you on the phone about how the digital age kind of maybe kind of not screwed it up, but threw it, you know, threw a wrench in the whole plan, you know? So it, it's, uh-huh. what's that? Yeah. I, I'm agreeing. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't know. I long for the days of, of the answer machine and the cassette tape in it and stuff like that. I know. <laughs> yeah, I little from those days though. And on one hand, Hmm. Well, let's let's uh, can we can I ask you about your your I don't know if you would call them characters, but your different voices or different um, you know personas. Like, does that is that just like premeditated in, in any way, or is it just I don't know? Like, can you shed some light on that and how those things have developed? It's it's pretty spontaneous, uh-huh. or like I'll be uh, you know talking during the day to someone and then just recreating it on the phone or something. Huh. That's why I'm so glad we have Gomez involved. You could be able to capture all those personas and everything on film. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I, I, have, I have two questions. Um, one, have you ever, uh, I don't know, ran into any problems? Like, has anyone f- found out who you were and like kicked your ass like they said they were going to? Oh, no. <laughs> are you i mean are you grateful for that i do i mean is that like i do are you fear that maybe that could happen at some point still and and no okay that um that's a lot of confidence that's good i would be terrified <laughs> um the other thing i was going to ask is is gomez there yeah yeah he's uh no i mean it's, it's uh it's something that like people ask. Don't you ever just wanna? Don't you ever just wanna be more combat- combative when people are cussing you out? And people are like, "Well, f you too, man." And it's like, "No, I don't. <laughs> I just want it to be a good, an interesting recording, and that would be maybe satisfying for half a second. But you know, yeah, I just I just play into it uh, to where it becomes interesting. Hopefully, I don't. I don't have to be the interesting one. It just has to be interesting. It well, that's just has what, to be interesting. A, a lot of the beauty level. of it is that it's not so obvious, like like say Jerky Boys or or Crank yeah. Kingers or whatever. You know, yeah. it's not these obvious scripted characters, and these people may even be in on it. Yeah, you know, who knows? This is. You know, I mean, there's parts of the fucking his albums that are that are sort of musical. Like he's just using feedback or some shit, sure. you know, like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like there's a there's a huge very organic nature uh, yeah. these things are done in these releases are put together in, and yeah. the editing really you know all, all that stuff everything comes into play and I'm as a as a fan that pays attention to the early details of Rob Crow's editing of Longmont Potion Castle or whatever like I'm stoked that it still carried on the same feeling it still had the same vibe you know I know it's just black and white fucking you know white noise that is in the form of fucking words 
uh, essentially, but it still has a musicality to huh. it. That's, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, and it, it's it still has you know rhythm and and I don't know it. it and blues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we're, we're speaking to uh, to Bob Barley tomorrow morning uh, about. Oh the, wow! Yeah, yeah, awesome. he's, yeah, and and uh, and today, uh, as Travis was saying, we spoke to Rob Crow, we spoke to Travis and to Justin. Is there something specific about the the Southern Californian, the San Diego scene that um, that you think has contributed to the the well part? the enigma of LPC, but also the, the way in which, uh, the way in which LPC has been, has been perhaps, uh, catalyzed in the, in the broader public. What is it about Southern California that you think, uh, has, uh, has, has enabled LPC to become, uh, so, um, so important? There must be something. I mean, I've known a couple people who just insisted that I lived uh, you know, in their area, San Diego area, and, and uh, they were just certain, they had certainty that I, you know, was from there and stuff like huh. that. I, um, I guess I'm just destined to live there. I've always <laughs> felt like I, I belonged there, and I did live there for a lot of years, but... Um, Can you play bass? <laughs> Cattle needs a bassist, maybe... Uh... <laughs> I know you're a shredding guitar player. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have a, a bass player mind, <laughs> but I can play it, you know? You don't play no You don't have a bass dude. player? They need one, I think. <laughs> Shit. Oh, what? I, I don't care. I don't know. That would work. Yeah. There you go. You just got a new bass player. There we go. All right. <laughs> awesome. But he can only do it remotely through the phone. <laughs> I can only do it with a pick. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's um, there's like a warm glow in the room here because it's been uh, just since the 24 hours that uh, that Dave and I have been here uh, talking to um, to people who knew you and who know you, who love you, and who. Who really think that a lot of the the essence of the scene is derived from multiple personalities? I think you've been able to sort of corral all that together, and uh, and there's uh, there's a lot of a lot of respect not only for the work that you do, but also um, a way in which your work has influenced the the ethics of the of the of the scene here in Southern California. So this is a really neat way of capturing that, and uh, and having you call in here today is really nice as well. So thank you. Oh, sweet! Thank you all so much. Yeah, thanks, it's man. like a, it's like a, a lava lamp of goodness. <laughs> I've been repeating my Denver experience when I went to visit Gomez. He picked me up at the airport, and I asked him the first place to take me was the weed dispensary. <laughs> And so last night we got into San Diego. The first I call a a weed delivery service, and they brought it to the hotel. So, you know, yeah. Huh. Uh, Denver. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you definitely have influenced a lot of people. I think more than you are aware. And then I also think that like when the you know when this film does come out, like I think it'll reach a lot further than than it you know has ever reached and and i don't know i think it'll create something new like a new wave of something i i mean who knows i mean with with the digital age maybe someone will discover something and be inspired by it you know it'll trigger some kind of really awful wave of something that will be brilliant so i don't know i i i i want to say thanks man for everything i mean you've definitely influenced like even the way i write lyrics and shit you know and like some of the the words i'll use and the phrasing it's 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 definitely got your vibe to it sometimes. So yeah, thanks, man. Oh, thank not to you suck so your dick. No, it's true, dude. I was yeah. saying the same thing fucking earlier, man. You, you've completely. Inf I, I use the word infiltrated because it's like, you know, I feel like it was done without my will or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking control over it. <laughs> Every time I talk to someone, I call my friend. I'm like. 
so what are you doing? I say, <laughs> you know, and I never did that before I fucking heard that call, you know, like I just never, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, it sticks. And <laughs> I just called myself Luther manhole. Anytime somebody calls it home now and my wife and kids are just so embarrassed. Like, stop that. Stop doing that. Oh, dude, I've seen, <laughs> I, I've been on tour and there was a fucking somebody's like uh wi-fi connection was like grover knox or something like that you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. or or some sort of longmontism some yeah. something you know it's yeah. bizarre my friend got a personalized license plate that says nah. yeah yeah <laughs> so, it's and, yeah, people... and and what's crazy is you'll you'll travel and you'll, or you'll meet these people on the road or whatever because you know we do a lot of that kind of shit between what we all of us what we do mm-hmm. and and to see the, the the reach that it had and how many how how it did fucking eventually reach somebody but they can recite it and it means as much to them as somebody such as myself that you know I'm not trying to brag or anything but I fucking feel like I was there since near the beginning and and have uh, be- befriended oh, him years ago and, and done a lot of stuff with him over the years um, I don't know it's just fucking it's cool. It's, yeah. it's it's really interesting, and I don't even think this started happening. I was watching it happen before the di- the the internet uh, really before it, there was a, any kind of Longmont presence or, or people seeing or before I was seeing it pop up on social media and stuff like that. Like there was, um, you know, e- even just like through like tape trading circles and stuff. Because oh, that's sure. pretty much how it started, right? Cool, you were you were trading or you were selling like the the those those three volumes and then you what was it the barney love tapes came out right and you uh you sent something to bob saying like if you if you like that you should check this out isn't that kind of how the the first volumes came out that's how i met uh vinyl communications and ended up having a couple records put out with them but i i I, I have to admit, I, I really paid no attention to any kind of response. I, I either assumed that there was none, or or if there was one, it was uh, good. But I just I just put any thoughts I had right back into the creative aspect of it, and um, just making more albums. I tried to just stick with the the program, and I really didn't didn't consider many external um, factors um, but now I kind of forced to like what you said about the movie and the reach that it might have I think there probably are a lot of people who wouldn't listen to this kind of stuff on a on an album but would watch would watch a documentary because uh, I don't know maybe there's some disconnect about just listening to audio but if it's a movie that yeah, heck, let's watch this. I think so. I think there are a lot of lot more people now that I'm sort of thinking about what it all means. Uh, so, I mean, thirty years is a, is a good time to kind of look back, and at the same time that you're looking ahead. So it's fuck. It's interesting. Hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's a great perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thanks, Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thanks so much. Thanks, Gomez. <laughs> Anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> we're all just blown away. No. Uh, yeah, we're um, we're we're looking forward to uh, looking forward to to finishing up the the filming of the footage here in Southern California and uh, and then um, and then putting things together so that. So that you can uh, you can take a look and and we can figure out the best way to to represent the story. And oh yeah, I did yeah. I did have I did have something for you because um, we we still don't know where you're based. And Dave and I went to Norway earlier last. It was in August of last year, and and uh, I mean, we're going back again in May and again in August because we really feel that those rumors that you're based in in Norway are true. So. If you could in any way sort of confirm or disconfirm that, that would be excellent for us because uh, it's it's getting a little expensive to get their partner. Oh, I see. 
Well, uh, I work at Ikea. Which is wrong country, wrong, wrong Scandinavian That's, country. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> close enough, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So once we're, we can probably take the take the bus or something up from up from Norway to Sweden just to figure out whether you're there or not. Yeah. So yeah, that's there's that. So we'll still continue on this quest, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you don't delete my number from your. Uh, from your recently called list. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, thank you. Uh, thank you all so much. It's, uh, it's awesome. And I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Cool, man. Thank all you. Right. Thanks. Good talking thank to you. Bye, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon, all right? We'll be bleeping your name out, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're bleeping. Yeah. We're going to replace every time we say Gomez. With Gomez. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I was wondering that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be able to replace it. Okay. Never mind. I was going to ask you about that. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. Excellent. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. All right. Okay. Hey, talk, talk to you soon. I love you, dude. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. So we, we should edit it with the with the... What about the real Gomez? Like when he says it, this is Gomez or whatever. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Grab the, yeah. Grab yeah, yeah, yeah. the Gomez. And then, and then yeah. he, 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 no one knows that he's from Denver then, so we'll have to fuck that up too, huh? And just say No, like, no, just leave it. Just leave it. Okay. It's, it's part of the nar- yeah. narrative, right? It's part yeah. of the, narrative. It's part right? of the, the documentary. Yeah, okay. the there's more, a storyline and shit. The more uh, conflicting information and the better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, which one? Uh, one? Sounds weird, but uh, okay. somehow it's going to work. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, we'll get back to it when they're done doing the beer thing, but... Oh, I want <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I can do this, yeah. Which um, one? I gotta piss one. my brains out. We, we should do a shout-out, right, to this beer oh, company? Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. Quick. Shit, sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. This is a studio. This is a... Usually yeah. don't have. Oh, I guess it's the. Yeah, the there's. <laughs> this is where the bass players do their stuff. Oh, <laughs> burn! <laughs> you got any beats? I can. Um. Yeah, you just got a new bass player on on this uh, podcast. That's cool. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Reading guitar player. I'm not. I'll be honest. Who's is Thanks. that? Uh, there was a point where. Cattle was talking about uh, like back in 2006, we were, or five or so. Uh, we were talking about getting a, uh, a second guitar player, and he was somebody I, I seriously yeah. considered for. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to say he didn't make the cut. No, it's yeah. not like that. We we ended up not getting a fucking second guitar player for another 12 years. But the uh, the fucking he's such a shredder. It's funny to think about, like, the, for instance, like the, the cattle CD. It's like, you know, it's gruesome cover. It's fucking grotesque lyrics. It's like real evil and mean. And then there's this, like, pretty fucking goofy crank call at the end. Yeah, and they, <laughs> yeah. but there's always been a real tongue in cheek. I've always wanted to keep it firmly there. Totally. Yeah. But that, to me, is or, like a, I mean, that's like a real San Diego thing, you know? Like, that kind of like. It's got, I know, it's weird. It's it, weird. Yeah, like. He does have this. Well, I mean, even for cattle, though, to have that at the end of their CD, it's just like, it's sort of just like a, it's just like the a... Ouroboros, like we use on our, uh, you know, just uh, things coming around yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He, he, uh, I, that, that didn't come until years later after fucking maybe 10 years, or no, not that long, but years later after even meeting the guy yeah. and, and doing the call. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. It was a, it's, it's weird, you know, because uh-huh. it was, it did very much have a place in san diego like you were talking to him yeah. about yeah and like well, he... and it was weird talking to him so we can say where he's from right it's yeah okay okay because i was thinking about like the with <clears throat> for san diego everyone like for us growing up it was like gravity records was like such a thing for san mm-hmm. diego and with gravity records was angel hair who were from denver and everybody thought angel hair was from san yes, diego yes yeah yeah that know? kind of thing yeah. or angel hair and titari and then the vss well, you know what dude it goes to show how much because that's the same thing with fucking three when g dude same fucking thing what do you mean? A lot of fucking people thought. Uh, oh, Jenny Piccolo. Was you in know San you Diego you went through this. Yeah, Come on, yeah. You, yeah, you of all people would know. Um, it says a lot. That's testament to what you guys did. Okay, you know, true. to what you did and what fucking Matt did and yeah, yeah. and Sunny. Yeah, 
But Sonny wasn't from San Diego. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me, fucking GSL's a San Diego label because of the fucking Locust. It's yeah. not even. Yeah. And I know he's an LA guy, but whatever. Well, he was a San Diego label for a while, but. Oh, really? Yeah. A little. Anyhow, it, no, it is a yeah, weird, like, sort of, you know, uh, the assumptions are interesting. But man, I really wanted to hear Gomez. I thought he would be there when. when oh, no. <laughs> can't fuck it. See, dude, it's like someone coming up to you going, all right, dude, let's hear a. Yeah. A popka or whatever the fuck <laughs> the locust song is. Do, do your vocals real quick. Okay, yeah. But the, okay. the one thing that's interesting about if you talk to him about his calls, he loves it. Yeah. Uh huh. He might not get into the voices, but yeah. he he doesn't really get like he appreciates when you get into it, sure. and, and he'll joke around and laugh about it, and it's pretty yeah. interesting. It's it's sort of strange too. Like this might I gotta piss get edited yeah. out of the out of the some of the podcast, but how he like. The, the the like sort of nuance of of our conversation was like awkward, yeah. And, and it was like I I felt like I was somehow in the crank call, uh, you know, like it, like it wasn't like aggressive or we weren't there was no co- combativeness or whatever. But yeah. like I felt like this is weird and like you know you, like you could sense his uneasiness, I suppose, which is in those crank calls where he's calling someone and it, there is that like that yeah. Sort of uneasy. For me, it's the analogy is sort of like when I first started getting into metal and underground metal and I would meet and started making videos and I'd meet some of the people in bands, I'd kind of be like, Oh, okay. This guy is the real deal. He's just like, that's why the music is like that because that's his life and that's how he is or she. And with LPC, it's sort of the same thing. When you meet him, you're kind of like, it's not an act. It's not a joke. That's who he is. And he puts his heart and soul. And maybe that's why his calls are so great because it's authentic. Sure. You know? Uh-huh. I think it's, it's speaking to that authenticity, I think he's, um, it's very clear when he says, hey, I don't know how to make a visual element to this. So he's as much in the dark as to how this is going to turn out, right? Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, I'm a bit scared too because we've been engaging in some sort of Longmont-esque behavior during the making of the movie uh-huh. and I don't like that you know it, it makes me feel uncomfortable but uh, I, I figure Gomez L, or LPC's willing to put himself out there so yeah, but as this... a director and writer I want to put myself out there too and live yeah. it yeah but I guess that's art this yeah. being said though I mean we're, we're all under the gun right? sure yeah. I mean if I if look I if I speak my mind on social media I can totally be be slaughtered right so we're we're all under the gun now so yeah in a sense we've we've sort of achieved that that state of oh let me speak my mind or let me yeah but i want let me transgress but i wonder which gun gun. you're under because there's one gun that's like oh nsa is you know like monitoring me yeah sure nsa probably monitors the shit that i say maybe because of who i associate with or what i've done but then you think of just some fucking random dude that works at a machine shop or like I don't know. See, I, I'm a little. I'm curious about the live event that we're having. Like, I'm wondering if anyone's going to show up who is seriously pissed, or you know what I mean. Like, I don't think nobody, so. But nobody. I don't think any. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to use the word victims. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to use it, but I don't think any of them really know. Yeah. Except for yeah. the ones who have been told. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I hope so. If it was me. Like, everybody wants their little 15 minutes, you know? And if, yeah. If, if, if it was, no, I'm not going to say if it was me, but if I was somebody who fucking, you know, didn't have that, it maybe doesn't matter. Or maybe they are fucking just as crazy as they are in these phone calls. We don't fucking know. Yeah. But, it, like, I was equating it to um, earlier in our interview to, like, like uh, the, dif- the only difference between these and, like, these... Uh, what do you call them? The fucking uh, candid camera shows. Oh, yeah. You know, or uh-huh. these funny, you know, uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. at the end, you look in the mirror. Yeah. Okay. Is that they've been told, you know, they've been told, hey, there's a camera over here. We're part of this. And oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all these motherfuckers have been left to fucking stew on this shit. <laughs> sure. And they're all, you know. So it's almost more like to catch a predator. <laughs> hey, you know, no, come on! Yeah. Because well, you're who's the, who's the ra- who's the child rapist? Uh, there, we, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get a keg tonight. tonight. No, we don't do kegs at this store. 
called the party sores or Where's Manny? Is Manny there? Well, this is Jeff Sicker Outlet. I call him Manny's for short. Well, who, who is it? That's who special ordered this keg for me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Stop and let's start over, okay? I'm listening. Okay, but there's a there's like an echo. I need to get 92 I... beers. <laughs> okay, first of all, 92 beers are the same thing, correct? Uh, yes. Hey, 98. why is there an echo in the back? Why is there an echo in the back? You're echoing to me. Anyway, no, 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 you're echoing to me. So what is it that you need? I need a special order. I got a huge gathering tonight. Who took your special order? This is what we need to establish here. Are they cold? How many are they, How many are cold? Well, first of all, I, I don't know nothing about your order. So who took your order? Who did you call? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. And I have cash on the barrel. Okay, first of all, what store, what store are you calling? Uh, depths. Okay, you're calling depths. Okay. Did you talk to a certain person about a special order? I have to use the restroom as well. So far, you've given me a big goose egg. So. Well, first of all, you gave me a big goose egg on whatever your information is. Why don't you just come on in and we'll help you when you get here, okay? Right now, I am on uh, the freeway. Well, you know what? You do a detour. If you really want this stuff that bad, you come on to our store, and we'll be more than glad to help you. How's that? What part are you not understanding? What part do you not understand? Uh. We don't sell checks of yours, number one. Number two, I don't know who the hell you are or what the hell you want. And second of all, I don't know who took your order, okay? So, and there's an echo, so I can't Manny. understand a damn word what you're saying. Manny. There is no Manny that works here. Manny's. I call him for short. He loves it. Well, apparently, I don't know who you're talking about. We have no Manny's. We have no Manny. We have nobody that works here by that name. It goes over like gangbusters. And we don't do damn cakes of beer. Gangbusters. So there you have it. That is episode eight of Colton Culture, um, which is available on the 31G SoundCloud, also available on iTunes podcast. Um, thank you for listening and stay tuned for future podcasts. Later. Planet B. Planet B.